welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 50 of the Jetman with a Golden Gun, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Shoujin Sentai Jetman. Every week we have been watching an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listeners. My name is Matt J. With me as always is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how are you doing today? Feeling a little... Feeling a little maudlin. End of an era, man. This is it. Yeah, man. This, Done with Jetman. This is the... We're going to be watching episodes 50 and 51. Right. They, Finishing the whole thing today. Yes. Uh, then we'll have a couple... Of, we'll have a wrap-up episode and then a sort of bonus um, between... Special. Between, yeah, between seasons episode. But today, Dave, we are watching episodes 50 and 51. They are titled Respective Battles to the Death. And Okay. Uh, that could be anyone. And... Flap your wings, aviators. I'm cool with all of that. Yeah. Now, that sounds excellent. Now, Dave, normally before that, we would go into our five stars. But since we're doing a big double size episode today, we are actually going to skip over that. But there are a few things we want to talk about first. Yeah. First, we have done a special episode for the guys over at Ranger Danger. Yes. They... It, is, it is a bonus <laughs> episode, but not of our show. So you're going to yeah, have to go over show. there to hear it. Yeah, we did their show. Okay, so back in Christmas, they <laughs> they did a Christmas special episode. And what was it, Matt? They just they lost the files or like Audacity yeah, wasn't recording was, or they something? They recorded an episode, but there was some sort of technical thing that had messed up the file. So they weren't able to release the episode that was the Dino Charge Christmas special. And so they mentioned it on their show. And we said at the time, we were like, guys, I... Uh, we have never watched Dino Charge, so it would be hilarious. Like, we'll just do it. Like, we'll do it. We'll send you all the files, and then you can put it up. So <laughs> we didn't get around to doing it till last week uh, or a little bit before that, but we did do it. And so you can go here. Matt and I talk about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Dino Charge and their Christmas special. It's really good. We had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, it's on their show. Their show. It's on their website, rangerdanger.com. And, uh, of course, their show is there as well, I think which it's you should Dave, also listen uh, to because they're... Dave, I think it's actually rangerdangerpodcast.com. You're right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's rangerdangerpodcast.com, and then... Uh, I'll note that also I'm find not looking it up. We could both be wrong about that. Oh. Um, it could be an entirely third URL, but... Nope, I, you're right. You're okay. right. You're right. I was wrong. rangerdangerpodcast.com. And you can get all of this stuff there. And uh, we did that special episode. It was a yeah, lot check of fun. it out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Dave, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into this? So, Matt, talk about just in, like, just generally talk about? Okay, no, no, no. Because sure, but... I mean, obviously, we have stuff we can just talk about. We're, we're friends, we're brothers, we're very close. I'm sure there are <laughs> things that we could think of to chat about for 20 minutes. We do it literally every week. But, no, this week, because this is the last moment, Dave, before you will have seen the entirety of Jetman. So, do you oh, have any, like, thoughts, right. any predictions, anything that would surprise you, anything you want to see? Okay, I I think that the final, one of the final battles, because obviously, okay, so I think what we're going to end up with is Radigat stands alone. I think Gray has got to die, which bums me out, but I think he's probably going to, because we've already, they've already killed Trans and they've already killed Maria. So I think they're going to get rid of Gray, and I think it's going to be Guy that does it. I think the fight is going to be between Gray and Guy. Okay. I also, I have a theory... Because I don't totally know how the Virum work. If like just from like other dimensions, or if they're from like alternate dimensions. But I have a theory that Gray is alternate dimension Ryu. 
you know, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but you have mentioned that theory to me in the past. Okay, I, I do think I we've talked about it on the show. in it. Well, I mean, listen, I don't think they're ever going to talk about it, but in my head, it makes so much sense because there's like Gray and Maria and Ryu and Rie, and their relationship seems to be sort of parallel in a way, like the way that those two people work together. And Gray, he's a bad guy, right? But he's sort of a noble bad guy in his way. And so in my head... It, like that's the case is that gray is like alternate dimension Ryu. Okay. Then, interesting. That. Interesting. I am. I would love to see one more giant robot combination. I'd love to see somehow great Icarus get combined with Tetra boy because what it, like, okay, here's my, here's what I'm hoping for is an explanation as to how great Icarus wins because the last time they fought that robot, he stood zero chance or that other giant monster, he didn't stand a chance. And so if they win now somehow, they have to like get around that. And so I was hoping right. maybe for another giant monster, giant robot rather. Uh, that's really it. I'm just kind of excited to see where this goes in the end. Okay. So, well, in that so that's case, it, man. Let's watch it. Let's get into it. And we will be right back. Okay, welcome back. So we have just finished watching Jetman. Oh, oh. Dude. Uh, yeah, man. It's uh I'm I'm Dude. a little, I'm I'm emotionally drained. And this is not even the first time I've seen it, so I, I know how what? you are feeling. What is oh this show. You wanna you wanna take a minute, Dave? We can we can do this later. You wanna like sleep no, on dude, this? I've already taken no, we we took an extra half an hour. We went and watched a whole other episode of a different Sentai show. We did. And I'm actually. still just here. That's true. That's not a joke. We did that. I'm uh, just which still... we'll talk about sort of at the tail end of this. We'll talk about it later. Okay, man. So, so just to remind you, we did watch... You don't need to be reminded. You heard this 30 seconds ago. So we start with episode 50. Episode 50... Just before this, of course, uh, Rie has died. Ryu has been, like, dealing with this grief. He's at least managed to, like, mask it enough that the other Jetmen aren't picking up on it, with the exception of Guy. Like, Guy Guy gets it. Like, Guy knows what's up. Okay, so, so here's, here's how we opens. start. Yeah. Uh, we're at a park, and uh, there are some rowboats on the lake. Ryu is in one rowboat, and Raita and Akko are in the other. And they're just rowing around the boat and laughing and splashing. Right. And they're like having a little race, and Ryu is like winning. And we flash over, and we see Kaori and Guy sitting on a bench on the shore, like next to this little man-made lake. And, and they're talking about how Kauri is saying, like, oh, it's it seems that Ryu is finally able to like get over his grief. Yes. And Guy looks over and like there's like a there's just like a flat, like this is really good acting. There's like a flash from Ryu's face. Like he's smiling, but it doesn't make it to his eyes. He reverse smizes. He <laughs> He fries. He frowns with his eyes. And, like, Guy is the only one who catches it. He sees that hidden pain. He's like, mm. I don't think he says anything. 
No, no, no. Uh, he, he does. He's he basically does he's like that he doesn't like it. He's like, there's something yeah, going he's on. Like, and this I is don't not like right. It. This is a little bit weird. So we go from there to Sky Camp, and Ryu is working on the Jet Striker. And I just want to say, the Jet Striker that he is working on is very clearly a model because the Jet Striker is also supposed to be his go kart, and no way would he fit in that thing. It's no, like, yeah, what he's very like clearly th- working on is like the model that they use as the gun and not the like the version it, right that is and not the, the go-kart yeah there's like just those no like the scale on those two things does not exactly line does up not match well you know man it's like a transformer right like my car is like 10 feet long and trend and if it was a transformer the transformer would be like 30 feet high or something so oh, absolutely yeah transforming robots there's just additional like non non-Einsteinian mass or whatever that just appears and disappears. So it's in gun mode now, so it's tiny. So he's working on the thing, and he picks up his cross-changer for a reason that I don't understand, and he sees the picture of Rie that he keeps on the inside of it. And he remembers her death, and we kind of get this flashback to last episode where she says, erase the memory of me, and then we come back to Ryu, and Ryu's just like, like looking up at the ceiling with tears streaming down his face. It's rough, man. Yeah, he is. He he switches. He flips that switch from like holding it together into to, overcome with grief. Yeah, man. To not holding it together. So, so now, speaking of flashbacks to um, Rie's death, we cut to the Viram dimension. Okay, I don't. I don't get this. We okay. We see Radigat on his throne, and he has got lilies, and he is smelling the lilies, and he doesn't remember Rie's death. He remembers Maria's betrayal, where he stabbed her in the back. And it's Other way like around. Thinking, she stabs him in the back. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She stabs him in the back. And he is and also looks, reminiscing about attacking her, like dealing right. the killing blow. And it's, is this supposed to be a thing? Because before, like, outside of, like, a couple of tiny flashes where Radigat is like, no, she's mine, and the vibe is that, like, no, she's a Viram commander... They have not given us this at all outside of the last episode that Radigat is like into Maria. No, that's like, actually dude, not turned, what I got out of this. What I got you from turned this, her into a vampire. What I got from this is that Radigat is remembering like he is upset about the betrayal and like angry that Maria, who he had sort of thought that he had claimed ownership of to take her away from Red Hawk, had been like taken away from him. Okay, and so also like being really upset that she had stabbed him in the back. Yeah, he was not happy about that. So they're so, both okay. reminiscing about a lot the of same sense. moment, but Ryu is doing it with like grief, and Radigan is doing it with anger. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot more sense. So this is so cool he, moment where Radigan is like thinking about this betrayal and getting stabbed in the back, and he's smelling this lily, as he said, and he it cuts back to him out of the flashback, and he crushes the flower and throws it up in the air, and then and like, when the he whole, does that, oh yeah, it's so great. Do yeah. So when he throws the flower, it like turns to dust, and he throws it up in the air. And then it just turns into like a rain of sparkly flower petals that just stays, just keeps coming down. It's and a, he sort of stands cool up. Yeah, it's crazy. And every he sort of stands while, up and pulls his sword. Every once in a while, Super Sentai will pull off a thing that reminds you that it's basically live action anime. And this is very yes! much one of those moments. That is totally one of those moments. And I think, 
like when you watch newer Super Sentai stuff, it's a lot more clear. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like there's just a lot. Anyways, so we go from there to Skycam. And Akko has made special coffee is what she says. Raito runs in. And oh, there, there is a there's a funny moment, Dave, where she's handing a cup to Kauri, and then she goes to hand a cup to Guy and says that it will cost him one thousand yen. Yeah, which doesn't you should have asked Kauri. Guy doesn't have any money. Kauri is loaded. She'll just get like you wouldn't even need to make her the coffee. You'd just be like, Hey Kauri, can I have a thousand yen? And Kauri would be like, uh, yeah, sure. But I, I do think it's a fun moment of just like friends messing <laughs> with each other. <laughs> right. And also reminded that Akko loves that money. Gotta so, make that paper. Gotta make that paper. So Basically what this is, this is an excuse to have everybody in the same room. So Raito runs in, and so the chief is there also. Raito runs in, and he says, dude, guys, Ryu, Ryu is gone. He left this note. Like, I don't know what's going on, but he's not here. And the chief takes the note, and she starts to read it. And as she reads it, we are, like, seeing Ryu where he is now, which is, like, riding down the road on his motorcycle as we get, like, the voiceover of the letter. Yes, and what the letter says is he says, I cannot, the short version, he says, I cannot fight for Earth or peace now. I am a failure as a warrior, and as of right now, I tender my resignation to Trojan Sentai Jetman. Yeah, and I think what he's saying here is like, for me to be a warrior, like what that means to me is the ability to fight like altruistically right like, like purely, I, to, I guess right right like i need to not only fight but fight for the right reasons and right now i can only fight for revenge and so i yes. don't deserve to be part of this team but i so am gonna go fight thing. for revenge yeah he's like i'm just gonna go avenge rie myself yeah he's not gonna stop fighting the virum he's just like i just can't be your leader or something right now guy grabs it and just says bastard which is awesome because Guy is now so invested in the team, and it's not like an angry, like he's not mad at Ryu, if that makes sense. Like he is a little bit, but he's just like, you, you bastard, you are, like you've brought me here, and I can't let you fall from this place, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This show is so good. Friendship between Ryu and Guy. Like, even just in little moments like this is so great. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so we flash around, and what we see is that the Jetman... Oh, no, sorry. We go to the Virum dimension, and Radigat stands up out of the throne, and he says, Red Hawk, I can feel his heartbeat. Like, they're in sync with their hate for each other now, or something? Yeah, And he man. says, it's time to end this. And so, like, now it's on. So we flash from there to the Jetman just driving around looking for Ryu. And they're coming they down run. this road, and, like, they're in their Jeep, and Guy's on his motorcycle, and they pull to a stop, because, like, chilling, just sitting on some crate smoking a cigarette is gray. Yes. So they roll up, and they're like, what's, what's up? Why are you here? And Gray's like, I think you know why I'm here. And Guy says, all right. He turns to the other three, he says, you guys go look for, for Ryu, because he needs help. I'm going to deal with this. And they're like, what guy? No. And he says, no, seriously, you guys leave. It's me and Gray, which called it, first of all. Totally called it. I was very proud of you. Not that that was like, not that that was a huge call, but it did feel good about it. And I was excited to see it because I was like, oh, man, I've been waiting for this. So guy walks over. So they leave. So good, too. Oh, man. So they leave. Guy and Gray. Guy walks over and he says, you know, man, I don't know why, 
but I don't want to fight you. Yeah, here's, like, here's what it is, because I have it written down. Um, they say we can finally end this, but it's strange, because like at this moment, I don't really want to fight. And right. then Gray says, don't say that black condor, or should I say Yuki Guy? So like at right. this point, like they are on this path where like they are going to have to fight each other to the death. Like that's just all that could happen between these two guys at this point. Yes. But at this point, the relationship is built to the point that like Gray like Guy has enough of like a grudging respect for Gray that he doesn't want to do it. And Gray's right. like, no, man, like listen, this is it's the only... Th- I'm a warrior. Like, this is the only path that I know. And he's... That's what actually what he his, says. Oh, and he's calling him by his, like, his actual name and not Black Condor now. Like, they're Dude, talking I man lo- to man. Oh, my gosh. It was so good because he's like, listen, man, I'm not fighting Black Condor because Black Condor theoretically could be anyone, right? Right. Like, I'm fighting you, Yuki guy. Like, we are fighting. And, and dude, like, they... They sort of edge each other up and they like cross their front punchy hands to fight. Oh yeah, they do. Like the front, you would see in like a martial arts tournament. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, it is so good. Oh my gosh, uh, and it only gets better. It only gets better. Okay, so, so we come uh, there to where quarry. else? The quarry. We could have cut to the dock. Actually, Jetman has not had a lot of factory or dockside. It is almost a hundred percent quarry. As I like, think back on it, it's pretty yeah, much I mean, quarry. It's, had, it's quarry had a town. little bit of that stuff, but it has been mostly quarry. Yeah, I actually I didn't think about it because I was so accustomed to like those three sets, and it did they snuck it up on me. And so beach too, there's also been a fair amount of beach. A lot of beach, like uh, not sandy beach, like rocky beach. So Ryu is there, and he walks past, and his bringer sword is just jammed into a stone, and I don't know if that was like there from last time. Or he has pulled it out and jammed it into those swords, like to, those rocks, to be ready to fight Radigat. But Radigat does appear. Ryu grabs the sword, and Radigat just says, "No." Ryu says, "Like Radigat," and then Radigat looks at him and he says, "There's no need for words anymore. Like now is the time to end this." Oh my gosh! Oh man, Ryu says, and like, then I, I will. Oh, I am Ryu. here to avenge Rie. I will never forgive you. And then he just stands there and his whole body catches on fire. He doesn't use the cross changer. Just his whole body catches on fire and he turns into Red Hawk by harnessing his rage. Oh man, it's so good. Justice. And he just turns into Red Hawk and then they fight. Just like rips the sword out of the stones. Oh my gosh. It's so effing good. It's so good. Okay, so we go back from there, uh, Gray versus Guy, and it's be- like they fight for a minute, and there's a lot of flipping back and forth during these scenes, but Guy versus Guy versus Gray, and then Ryu versus Red Hawk. And what I like so about we get these a quick shot of is that at this point in the show, the Jetmen are so like strong and experienced that it's really become sort of an even fight. Like early on in the show, if Gray showed up, he would just take out all the Jetmen at once. Right but now, and like, now, guy is like, no, I like leave me, I can do it. And when they get to fighting, like he can do it. Yeah, this is not like, yeah, he is, he is taking him out. So they're fighting, and then we go back to Ryu and Radiga. So they're fighting, and there's a lot of like uh, running side by side, like with both their swords out, and it's very reminiscent of some cool old samurai movies, which is rad. Yeah, and then. So they there's a bit of a sword fighting, and then they jump to ranged combat, and like Radigat is blasting, and Ryu's blasting, 
Uh, this really is kind of like they're going back and forth, really. Like this is not a uh, yeah, this is not like a one sided fight. They they attack each other, they bounce off each other, they both leap off of walls, and then mid air, Ryu like twists around and grabs Radigat's sword arm and then like around his neck, and they land, and Ryu is standing behind Radigat, and he summons the jet striker into which he has now built, like, an auto-function. Oh, dude, it's Like, crazy. that thing has autopilot. This is what he was doing earlier in the episode when he was working on Jet Striker. It looked like yeah, he was like just he's doing been, maintenance. He's but been he- planning this, which is a... Oh, my God. Okay, so Ryu's holding them, and Radigat's like, yeah, but, you're like, you'll be hit, too. And he's like, I don't care as long as you die. Right, like, I, like he summons the jet striker and it's like, it'll just send us both to hell. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. Oh, he says, quote, we are going to hell together. So we jump from there to uh, Gray versus Guy. And again, they're basically just fighting. We go back from, and then back to Radigat versus Ryu. And Radigat just <laughs> oh, says, man. he's like, uh, yeah, I know you thought this was going to work. Clearly, you don't are not aware of my true power. And he just does like a breath weapon. Sorry, the Jet Striker fires, and then he does a breath weapon that, like, beats back the blast from Jet Striker, yeah, and then know, also you know hits Jet Striker. where two energy beams, like, punch into each other, and one pushes the other back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how energy works, because it's matter. They just push yeah. against each other. So and, it does that okay. thing. So he pushes back, and then he blows up Jet Striker, and kind of, like, shrug throws Ryu off of him. Ryu lands, and he's unmorphed. And then as Radigat is running in for the killing blow, the other Jetmen attack using their vehicle weapons. And then so now it's all the Jetmen minus Guy. Okay. Ryu, they start to run over. Ryu says, like, no, this is my fight. You guys have to leave me alone. Like, I will, like, I, it's not really clear if he's like, I, I don't want your help or if like, I can't accept it in a way. Or, like, no, I just want to make sure that, like, I personally kill Radigat. Like, it's it's not super clear exactly what his thing is, why he doesn't want the help. But and he's honestly, like, no, this yeah. is my fight. Even the other Jetmen seem a little unclear. They're like, no, like, we are here to help you. We are, we're your friends. That's Radigat. Like, this is what we're doing. But, yeah, I- <laughs> like, Ryu is sort of shouting at them, like, I mean, it's coherently, but, like, they're not, he's not quite communicating to them exactly what yeah, it is exactly. that he wants. So Radigan says, yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, if you love Rie so much, I'll send you to her. And then he goes to blast Ryu. And this is really great camera shot. Yeah, where it's like our camera, our point of view is the point of view like of the energy blast, I think. Yeah, so the camera is like pointing towards Radigan. He goes to do his attack and the camera like flies backwards away from Radigat, and then it cuts, and now it's facing towards Ryu, and it's rushing towards him. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It's like my, it's a good shot, it's only my second favorite camera shot in this episode. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, you do. We'll talk about it later. So, but it doesn't hit Ryu, because Kaori runs in and takes the hit. Uh, she goes down, Ryu runs over and picks her up, he's like, Kaori, Kaori, and then the Jetmen just run. Kauri is like... Uh, Ryu and Kauri run. Yeah. I think that Raita and Akko stay behind to like keep Radigat busy. Oh, that would make a lot of sense because there is... 
I mean, just particularly no reason for Radigat to honor the code and let them leave once they're like halfway defeated. Right. And I think later on we will see like the way that things progress. I think that's what happened. Because okay. only because the we... two of them are gone in this next scene, and then when they come back later, Raito and Everyone's Mako, there. like are still that's there and right. fighting. Okay. So we go from there to Oh sorry, uh Kaori and Ryu run away and they end up in like a little shack. It's like a shed or something. They're just like hiding for Kaori to like get her wounds up. So she's alive. Yes. So we go from there to Gray versus Guy. And this is where the fight is actually like really happening. So Gray is winning. What I really like about this fight is that the two fights between Guy and Gray and then from Ryu and Radigat. Um, oh, I literally just noticed that the letters matched on those, and I have no idea if that's at all significant. Hmm. Anyway, like you were saying earlier that the Radigat Ryu fight was sort of like samurai movie-esque. Yeah. But the guy in gray fight is kind of like uh, like a John Woo, like Hong Kong blood opera. It's a lot of like jumping backwards while shooting and like... Like, it's a really... The fight feels very different and very appropriate to the characters. It's really great, you guys. So, Gray is winning this fight. He manages to, like, knock Guy back. Guy hits the ground, but he pulls out both of his blasters, like, double blasts Gray. Gray Terminator walks through it, but loses his, like, back cannon and his... One of his arms. Yeah. Okay? But, like, he's a crazy robot. Who cares? He's a crazy robot. Who cares? But Guy is on the ground and his helmet, like half of it is broken away, Darth Vader style. Oh, so you yeah, can like, like sort the, of see his head. The visor Ins- part oh. of his, it's broken. And there's like circuits and wires inside. Oh, oh man. man. So, okay. So sh- we go back to the shack. It's Guy and Kauri. Kauri is saying, Rie, she's like, Ryu, you have to listen. Rie would be really sad. You're not a warrior right now. And she loved the warrior in you. And the problem is that you're lost in the past. Like, you can't pay attention to what you need to pay attention to because everything that's happening right now is really important because you're so fixated on this thing. She says, we need all five of us together. Like, we need to be the Jetman. And I love that they have brought it back around to the power of five. Oh, Except yeah, this dude. time it's Ryu that needs to get called in. Yeah, oh. he's, he's the loose cannon, man. He's going wild. They need to bring him back right. in so they can all work together. Oh, man. And he says, no, I have to adventure with my own hands. And Kaori says, no, you don't. That's, the po- that's what I'm trying to say to you. You don't need to avenge her with your own hands. You need to remember Rie and what she said to you, like what her last words were. And this and then, is where we hit this camera shot that you were talking about. Oh, it's actually not. I was just oh, going to reference. Oh, I'm sorry. Then yeah, my notes are out of order. You please take it. No, no, no. There's another amazing camera shot that I was talking about. This is also awesome. No, no, no. You Please, you do this one because I want to talk about the next one. Okay. So she is saying you need to remember Rie's last words. Like, you know, she said to forget her and to put her memory away. And as she is saying this, the camera is behind Ryu and it's panning right right and as it cuts like behind him entirely so you can't see Kaori anymore there's like a quick cut like the in like the you're not supposed to see the cut but you kind of can um and then as the camera gets to the other side of Ryu 
it's not Kaori standing there anymore. It's Rie. And it's like him seeing her and she is repeating what her last words were. And they're getting right. like one final conversation in. It's, oh man. Oh, it's so what she so says. Good. She says, erase my memory. And then she gives us a little bit of very much needed explication. She says, I don't want you to fight for hate. Like, that's what she means. When she says, erase me from your memory, not like, forget I ever existed. What she's trying to say is like, don't hold on to me as a source of hatred. I want you to live and fight for like peace and happiness. Right. Or like, mm. oh man, it's oh, it's so good. So you guys, this back, episode is amazing. So back to Guy and Gray. Gray, uh, Guy is on the ground. Gray walks over and he picks up the bringer sword that Guy has dropped. And he walks over to Guy and he says, like, this is the end, Yuki Guy. Like, but it was an honor. So he brings the sword up. And as he is bringing it down, Guy dives past the sword, grabs the cannon that fell off of Gray's back, and he uses Gray's cannon to blast Gray. As he blasts him, Gray flies back, and it it, like he tosses, not tosses too, but like the sword flies out of his hand. Guy flies up, grabs the sword out of midair. And like comes down in like a fly stab and and finishes gray. My dudes, <sighs> it is so good. Like it's it's hard for us on this show to really get across when there's a great fight in the show because like we're just describing like beat by beat what's happening. Yeah, and, and a lot I don't of the know times, how well it comes across. And a lot of the times, the fights in in Sentai are not actually super great. Just because, like, you know, they're they're constrained by, like, the weird suits, and they've got, like, helmets on, and sometimes the monsters are in, like, weird big costumes. But these fights were really, really good. Yeah, I, so we, I don't always necessarily say you should go out and watch the episodes, but, like, episode you, 50 dude, is really good. You should, you should watch this one. So we go from there back to the shack, okay? It's still Rie, or it's still, like, him imagining that it's Rie. And she says, remember the warrior that you were. And Ryu walks over and he sort of hugs her, but she's sort of stand she's seated and he's standing. So he hugs her, and then we pan up to his face, and he looks up into the ceiling crying, just sort of looking upwards. And then when it pans back down, it's Kauri again. And oh, she man. says she says, Don't forget Rie's feelings. Like you have to remember. Rie's right. feelings. You have to. You yeah, like remember. you are doing this, but like you, you can't just act for Rie. If you're going to do that at all, you need to do what she actually wants you to do. Yes. Okay. So back to Guy versus Gray. Oh man. So so Gray is down. And Guy he's is standing his over robot him. blood, bleeding that, bleeding that robot blood, and he says, "Wonderful, Yuki Guy. Now go." And then guy like guy goes to lean down over him and just be like, dude, like you'll you you may be okay. And Gray says, I'm a warrior. I don't want my last moments to be seen. Pulls out one of those cigarillos that he smokes. Guy reaches into his coat and lights that cigar. 
for and he lights the cigar for Gray, and then stands up and just walks away. And he like closes the lighter and like starts to look back and then doesn't and just keeps walking. We hear the piano music that Maria would play for Gray. He remembers Maria and then dies. And then this is the camera shot that I was talking about. And it's just, it's a vertical shot. We're looking, so God, Gray is like laid out on the ground. Guy, or uh, the camera shot is looking straight down at him. And then it just pulls straight up. And so we just see this like expanding shot of Gray just on the ground. And then the cigar drops and that's it. Oh, man. This show, dude, I love. I just Ray. like I love so, Ray so much. This show is so good. I, okay, Matt, I remember last episode you had said something about basically that like when people talk about different Sentai shows, like oh, what's the best season ever? Jetman comes up a lot. Yeah, Jetman is in the conversation, dude. I get it. Like I really liked Die Ranger. This show is so. This is this is like demonstrably a better show. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Die I don't Ranger. know if I like it more than I like Die Ranger, but it is better. Yeah, that's a very good way to say that. Okay, so so Gray's dead, man. That's it. Oh man. So so we, flip, flipping we the page flip on my notes real quick. Hold on, getting near. Yeah, getting near the episode swap. Flip back, and it's Radigat versus Raita and Anka, like we said before. And, and they they are not in their like they have not cross changed or rather they have probably cross changed and gotten knocked out of it because they are just like yeah. on the ground smoking, I mean not like smoking a cigarette. There is like smoke yeah, yeah, coming yeah. off of their. They bodies. are on. Sm- they are on. Yeah, smoke is emanating from them, and Radigat is about to kill them both, and then Ryu and Kaori arrive, and there is some awesome music. It's like super like triumphant horn oh, music. Dude. And it's great because, like, Ryu shows up and he's on the beach with, like, the waves crashing behind him against the rocks, right? And it's him and Kaori, but he's, like, holding Kaori as though, like, like, as though they'd just gotten married and he's carrying her over the threshold. Like, that kind of holding her. Yes, that is a good way to say that. Um, And it looks like the cover of, like, a romance novel. It's amazing. (sighs) So he says, like, no, like, we're here too, and then Guy is in the background. No, 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 no. hold on, hold says, on, hold on. Because Radigat says, it doesn't matter if there were four of you. And then oh, right. from like the other end of the beach, Guy calls out, not four, five. And he jumps in, and I've got chills right now just telling you about the show. It was okay. so good. It's, and that then moment Re- right there is one of my favorite moments of the episode. And then Ryu says, the real fight starts now. And they go through like the whole change and they're just like, they all announce their names and they do the thing and they are ready to fight. And Radigat says like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, I'm still going to kill you. And then Ryu says, behold the power, the true power of the jet <laughs> And they all jump into the air and start flying towards Radigat. And they turn into fire and then combine <laughs> into a flaming phoenix and like blast Radigat. It is and, amazing. Like, holy ass. Okay, so he then they sort of like reform into themselves. And Radigat says, he take he like he goes to a knee. Like it hurt. But then he says, Alright, now I will show you my true power. He like gets struck by lightning 
and then he turns giant, and that monster from the other episode, the one that just destroyed Great Icarus, it turns out that's Radigat. Yeah, that's like, like Radigat's Radigat final crazy giant monster form. Yes. And I'm, okay, first of all, I'm super glad that they explained that. And B, I don't know if this was planned, but they faked me out. I just Honestly, assumed they, it was like yet another thing that they were just like, oh yeah, this is just a thing and we're never going to explain it and it just exists. But there was just, an explanation yeah, they did and I wasn't expecting too. one. When that when that happened in the episode, I was like, oh my gosh, like this all makes sense. The thing that I love about these last couple of episodes of Jetman is that like everything that happens in them makes sense. And I love yes. it. Yes. Which is not a thing that you can count on in no. Super Sentai. I mean, you know, please see our last episode of Die Ranger. Please Amazing see Amazing show. Ev- doesn't make a, a lot of yeah, sense. Dude, Matt, li- you can listen. See literally every other episode of the show. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, none that's of it fair. makes sense ever. Although the last episodes of Die Ranger were particularly bananas. Okay, and that's the end of episode 50. That's it. That's done. Right. Now, final we- episode of Jetman. Dude. Okay. Well, don't 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 talk about the end until we're there. Right now, we're still in the fight with Radigan. I'm not gonna talk about the end. I just I'm thinking about it. I'm not gonna talk about it yet. I've been thinking about it for two weeks. Okay. So we're still on the beach, and Radigan and the giant monster name. I don't know why the giant monster version of him has its own name, but it's called Ragem for whatever reason. And he says, you cannot possibly defeat me. And the Jetmen are like, all right, well, get Jet Icarus in on this. So they summon Jet Icarus, and then they're in Jet Icarus, and Ryu says, this is the last battle for the sake of Earth. Now, and by then they the start way, to fight. Uh, night has fallen. Uh, oh, so yeah. That's in, important like, to note. Just kind of just in that moment, like there was a quick cut like right after the Phoenix thing where it was sunset, and now it is just straight up nighttime. Yeah. Which I'm only mentioning because I, I want to like, keep the, the, the time of this in the back of my head as we're going. Because I want to mention something later on. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about the same thing, actually. So, uh, so they go to attack, and they've got the stupid little axe thing. And they're attacking, and Ragem's like, beast hide is impenetrable. Like, they cannot, they cannot penetrate his defenses. He does, like, a breath blast against them, and then they, like, you know... They get knocked back. Now, Ryu says... Yeah, he has this weird idea to... Honestly, it might just be because we haven't seen it in a while and it's the last episode. But he he goes to transform Jet Icarus into Jet Phoenix, which is like the giant plane version of the combination. Right, which has its own special attack where it turns into... Now, I actually really liked this because just before they did like the human version of this where they turn into a giant fire bird and attack... Mm-hmm. And Jet Phoenix has that same attack, just on giant robot size. So I really like this, because I thought it was Ryu saying, like, oh, well, it worked a minute ago. Maybe the giant version of this will work on his giant Oh, that's form. a good call. Yeah. He's wrong. Okay, it doesn't work, but it doesn't work in a really cool way. So they go to fly into him. But since they can't just, like, fly straight through him because, like, the attack doesn't work, they bounce off the front, but... Remember, they're not in Jet Icarus form. They're in Jet Phoenix form. And when they hit yeah. it, like Jet Phoenix, there's like this like hand animated like energy line bit. Is that making any sense? Like, Yeah, well, basically what happens is they turn from fire 
and then the fire like recoalesces and recombines into a fiery version of Jet Icarus, and then it kind of fades into the Jet Icarus suit puppet thing. And the, it's a really, it's a slick thing. I think there's a step in there where they are like it the robot oh, into the, the like planes, individual planes, and then those join together. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat actually. Okay, so Ragem then uh, ele- like grabs and electrocutes Jet Icarus. Yeah, Ragem the just starts whooping on Jet Icarus. Yeah, that's like that's pretty much it. The Jetmen unmorph, and then he is about to finish them off in Jet Icarus, and then there's an electric blast from off screen. It's the chief piloting uh, Jet Garuda. Which I always, uh, it's the, we've seen it before. Every time the chief is in on it, I'm 100% on board. And it's I so love great. It. So she lands, she says, guys, just great scramble right now. So they do the great scram, Jet Icarus. And what's great and is then that now, and, since they were in the respective cockpits, now all six of them are in the cockpit for great Icarus. So like, chief yeah, is there's in on like that a action. little. There's like a little stewardess's seat in the back, but she has like a microphone that she's like calling out commands to people, which is sweet. I love, by the way, that the chief, and I think this is kind of unique among Sentai and Power Rangers, at least as far as I've seen it, that the chief is like an active battlefield presence throughout this whole show. Like she is very much, like they're the soldiers, but she is very much like in charge. Like she's monitoring stuff and she's issuing like commands, like go do this thing right now. Which I just think it's a really cool touch that the chief is not just like back at base, like with her sitting on her hands. Like she's part of this whole jam. Now we did get some of that with um, Doshikaku. But, yeah, but what a I like about bit. Chief more than Doshikaku is that she is like she is not like a crazy super powered person. Like, she yeah. is the one person on that team who has nothing but her, like, iron will and cool karate moves. Um, and she still, like, does not hesitate to get in the mix. Which, oh, man, the chief, just hard as a coffin nail. So, they, great scram, great Icarus is on the table now. Ragam has some, like, weird tongue attack or something that he's, like, spinning them around with. But great Icarus is not doing any better than Jet Icarus did. Because we know this, because last time they fought him, and he just like took Great Icarus apart too. So, but this time, this time they're calling in their final weapon. They are summoning Tetra Boy. Yeah. So they call Tetra Boy in, and Tetra Boy runs up, and this is so good. Oh, he punches him in the back because, of course, Great Icarus is fighting Ragam, and so Tetra Boy runs up and punches Ragam from behind, and Ragam goes down, and they're like, "What's going on?" And they realize that this thing, since it's Radigat, still has the wound in its back from when Rie stabbed him. And when he grew, like, the wound grew with him. So he has this giant weak point on his back, which is such an amazing way to, like, bring that all back around. Dude. Like, that's a really, that was really cool! That's awesome, and yeah, they, like, it's on the model. Like he's got this big, like gashy wound on his back, and like they, so, and you know, like yes, Maria died, and in the moment, it, I'm sorry, uh, Rie died, and in the moment, it seemed like she was dying for nothing. But now, in the last episode, it's like, oh no, like they would never have been she, able to right. win if she hadn't done that. Yes, so they start bouncing attacks, basically like 
Great Icarus hits him in the back and he sort of like turns around to try to deal with Great Icarus and then Tetra Boy hits him in the back and they, they get in a couple of shots like that. And then Ragam summons Vyrock, which we have not seen since literally, I think, the first episode of this show. And Vyrock is their like inter... Whenever we say the Vyrum dimension, I think what we've actually been seeing is this giant meteor dimension ship. Which or might, something which might like reside in another dimension or contain another dimension or something and may also itself be a giant monster because he combines with it somehow and turns into like a new giant monster yeah like basically he like Vyrock, which is like a big meteor you know what it looks like it looks like lavas from crown of trigger I was just going to say that. It looks, yeah, it's 100%. It looks like Lavos. Uh, but it like transforms into like weird, like monstery armor that Ragam wears. Yes. So Tentra Boy attacks again, but he just bounces off, okay, and like breaks into pieces. Yeah. Ragam right? just like knocks its darn arm, arms off. Yeah. So they try the bird mazer, and then there's like an energy shield, so it doesn't hit Ragam. And then what they realize is like, oh, okay. Vyrock has not actually it's what we just said is that Vyrock has actually turned into armor that Ragam is now wearing so Ryu says alright guys like uncombine like we're gonna uncombine we're gonna have two robots and this is how we're gonna do that and they're like are you sure and Ryu says like yeah I got this like trust me so they uncombine Jet Icarus is getting blasted by Vyrock or by Ragam sorry he's getting blasted by Ragam uh, but Jet Garuda, like while Ragam is busy with Jet, Jet Icarus, Jet Garuda manages to like get in at least a solid enough shot that Vyrock the armor is like disabled. So now it's Jet Garuda, Jet Icarus versus Ragam. Yes. And so Jet, Ryu in Jet Garuda is facing, like he and Ragam are facing each other. He grabs, yeah. he uses like those... I love how often they use, like, the bird talons on Jet Garuda's arms as, like, claws to clamp onto the monster yeah, to not let cool go. Move. So that's what he does. He holds on, so now Ragam is sort of, like, locked in place. And he says, like, guys, I've got him. His back is facing you. You need to take him out right now. Yeah. And they say, we'll hit you, too. And he's like, I do not care. Do it right now. And he says specifically to Guy. He's like, Guy. You need to do this. And guys like, your life is in my hands, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. And so Bradonic Saber. Oh, by the way, stabs... uh, Jet Icarus is missing an arm by now. Oh yeah, so it's one armed Bradonic Saber, and it's just like stomping in with this giant flaming sword. So he stabs Ragam, it goes through Ragam, through Jet Icarus. Which I think that the danger I guess is that Jet Icarus will explode because yeah, because, like, his cockpit is not in the chest. Like, Ryu right, was a very right, small part of that thing. <laughs> right. But, you know, the drama is there. So, he... So, Radigat is dying. He says, this isn't over. The spirit of Radigat will haunt you from another dimension for an eternity. But he dies. And I, as far as I can tell, he was wrong. That doesn't actually happen. Uh, we he will talk not. about that in a minute. Okay. So... Well, Ryu, yeah, so Ryu, oh, Matt, I think I know what you're saying. Okay. No, 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 so it's something Ryu, else. 
Oh, okay. So Ryu is un- unchanged, or he's he's unmorphed. He falls out of the robot, and he lands on the beach as no, the sun is weird. coming Wait, up. When he when he drops, he has somehow remorphed. Like maybe oh, he yeah, that's right. cross changed during the explosion to like get out safely. Maybe because when, uh, he lands, when he lands, there's actually a really cool moment where like his helmet like fades off of him in a very cool like energy oh, animation. Yeah, where, like, that's right. It turns into like this like energy wireframe, and then that fades away. And then that happens with the rest of his his suit too. And but and then he looks over, and the sun is coming up. So this like five minute fight has taken all night. Right. So we they've done some real judicious it, they editing. Have just been doing it. Like when they met on the beach in episode fifty, it was broad daylight, and now it is the next morning. Yeah. So clearly, this fight has been happening for like a real long time. Which at first I thought was like a weird flub, but I'm gonna choose to believe that it was on purpose because I really like the idea that like no, we only saw a few minutes of it, but this fight lasted for like nine hours, and it's just yeah. them going back and forth. So. They come down, Ryu looks up to his friends and he says, did we win? Like, did we do it? Is he dead? And they look over and Radigat's helmet is on the rocks for some reason and it like falls over. And they're like, yes, we did it. And this is such a great line. Kauri says, yes, we won. It's over. And the chief says, no, no, it's just started. Like... This is a. New, this is where it starts. This is a new start for like the peaceful future of humanity. Oh man, chief. Okay, and they all yes. like they all okay. stand by they, the beach as the sun rises and just like look out over the sky and like enjoy the fact that like they won, guys. They won. They, they beat, won. They, they beat the Viram. It's taken them all season, and they just did it. It's so great. And this episode okay. is half over. Oh man. So three. Okay. So we. Next scene, it says three years later, Raita is on his farm and he's hoeing. He's raising vegetables, and some girl is this the girl from like this is it's the same one seven episodes episode. ago Her or name something? Is, uh, okay, Satsuki, Satsuki, yeah. And she runs up and she's got lunch from him. And I think the idea is that they're either like married or dating or something. I think they're married. But this at this is the point. yeah, yeah. So if you remember, there was this girl that he was like sort of in love with, and from, they are yeah, together. like from his so hometown. Nice. She briefly yeah. got turned into a lady sniper who never mixes her mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He if had to jump through that. mud for a while. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. a great episode. So the phone rings and it's Akko who is on TV. She's like a TV star now. Yeah, she's like a pop And Akko says, yeah. So Akko says, hey, did you hear about Kaori? And Raita says, yes, I absolutely did. And Akko says, great. Well, you know, bring Satsuki and we'll all get together. It'll be great. So we don't know what's happening, of course. So we go from there to a church. And now we can then probably we go inside the church. what's happening. Right. Kaori is in a wedding dress. Chief walks in. She's got like a nice dress on. And they're like, hey, are you ready? Blah, blah, blah. Everything is great. Hooray. So they're walking down the aisle and we see whoever her groom is. We only see them from behind. Uh, and by the, the chief way, is giving Kauri away. Yeah, I was going to say chief is giving Kauri away. Kauri has parents. We have seen them in this show. It's three years later. Maybe they passed away. That's possible. So the chief, because they're not, they're not even there. Like they're not in the congregation. Like they're just gone. So I would assume that they're not living. So the chief gives her away to Ryu. 
Yes. She's she and Ryu are getting married. So so if you remember, that's okay. our last turn. Uh, in the maze of love. Uh, so if you remember from the last couple of episodes, it has been like they have gotten like not further apart or colder, but like the 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 romance angle just hasn't seemed to really be around. And Between, now apparently yeah. it's just gone. And actually, if you were I was gonna mention it in episode forty nine. I'm sorry, episode fifty. When they're in the beginning of that episode, when they're at the lake, and it's Kauri and Guy hanging out, sort of they're not in the boats and they're talking. And Guy is smoking. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, like, when they were dating, every time Guy was smoking, Kauri would, like, stop him? Oh, that's right. Man, that was a subtle thing, Jetman. Dang. So, like, they never showed the two of them break up. They did mention that, like, things were going not great. And then that, you know, Guy said, hey, uh, you know, you're all my friends, so that's cool. Instead of being more specific with Kauri. And I kind of, honestly, I know that we make jokes about this show never showing you the last 10 seconds of anything and, like, how that could just let them break up without us having ever heard about it. But I kind of love that they did it with this because I really loved their relationship and the way that, like, they came together and were together for a while. But, like, the fact that, like, as they were dating and sort of realized that it just wasn't working and it kind of just... There wasn't a big thing. They didn't, like, you know, get right. in a fight. It just... It just you know, it they're just clearly didn't still work friends, out and it's over now. And like, yeah, guy's doing his own thing, and now you know, Kauri's getting married a few years later, right? To Ryu. So they're looking around. They're like, dude, where's Guy? He's late. Like, I can't believe that guy. Like, come on, man. Like, I know that you're yourself, but like, they're getting married. It's a very special. So what day. we see, it's a very special day. So what we see is Guy is at a flower shop and he is buying flowers. And they're like, wow, those are really nice flowers. And Guy says, yeah, it's a really important day. My best friend is getting married. Oh, man. Oh, shivers, you guys. Yeah. So there, there's a lady standing right next to Guy. And as she's standing there, a purse snatcher like runs up and grabs her purse and runs away. Guy chases the dude and like runs up catches him, like knocks him over, takes the purse back and is like like hitting him in the head with the purse like dude, c- come on man, like yeah, like purse snatching really. Like come on man, like don't ruin my day. Like I've got some stuff going on and like I really need to get out of here. Yeah. He's kind of like smiling as he's taunting the guy like after having beaten him up. Like he's not going to call the cops. He's just like I got the purse. Just like come on, buddy. Right. And he goes to the- walk away. The guy is so angry. He like he pulls a knife and he like runs up and guy turns around just as he this guy is getting up to him and the dude just stabs guy in the stomach. Yeah. Just stabs him and and then runs away and guy, and sort guy of like, just collapses. Yeah. So, so we, we cut back to the church where the wedding ceremony is happening right now. Like, they are saying their right. I do's. And, and, like, just for a hot second, Matt, for, like, just a mo, I for sure thought that the priest was played by the same dude who played Magnet Priest from Die Ranger. And I don't <laughs> think it is. I'm pretty sure it isn't. But the dude who plays the priest has got a weird haircut. 
Like it's this, it's just we. It's like a weird bowl cut, but it's like sloped back. It's very strange. So anyway, so they say their I do's. We go from there to guy like crawling kind of up the steps towards the church. And then we go, uh, we finish the wedding and then we flash back and we see Guy and he is sitting on a bench in a park like next to this like lake area. Not the one from before though. Yeah. And, and, it's and he's like, just sitting there. You can tell like they have just come out of the church. This is supposed to be like right behind it because they're all like, yeah. you know, cheering and shouting and Ryu's friends are like throwing him up in the air and saying like, oh, this is a, a great day for you, buddy. And then yeah. Ryu sees Guy over on the bench, and Guy gives him sort of like a weak, like nod, wave, smile. Yeah. So Ryu walks over, and they like they talk for a second. Ryu's like, "Dude, you don't look so great." And and Ryu guy's like, "Nah." Like he's like, "I'm cool." And like, I, I just Ryu, had too much to drink last night. Like it's, it's yeah. cool. Just just chill yeah. here with like, me for a minute. Everything's fine. So Guy sits down, or Ryu sits down again, and they look up at the sky. And he's just like, dude, that sky, it's almost too beautiful. Guy is saying this. Guy says this. He says, it's almost too beautiful. And then Ryu says, dude, it's the blue sky we fought to protect. Like, this is this is it. So Akko says, and then we see Akko, and she calls him over. And she's like, hey, guys, we're going to take a picture. Like, you know, come over and take a picture. And she and takes Guy a picture says, of Guy and Ryu sitting on the bench together. That's right. And then Ryu gets up and goes to walk away. And Guy says, hey, thanks, Ryu. Thanks, man. So Guy stays on the bench. Ryu walks over to their friends. Kaori kind of looks over to Guy. And there's like a moment, right? Yeah. And she says and I to Ryu. Th- and the moment is very much like, hey, like we had a, we had a minute though, right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it didn't work out. And that's okay. And I'm sure. in love with Ryu. And we're getting married. And I'm glad that and you're not here. And that like... And I'm glad that you're here, but like there was a moment where we were in love and like we're not now and that's fine, nor do we want to be, but like, hey, remember that moment? And then that's that moment is over. And she turns to Ryu and says like, oh, is Guy like coming over? And he says, oh, like, I think he's tired. Like, let's just let him chill. Yeah. So there's a happy picture taking kind of montage we see Guy, he's having a cigarette, and then he drops the cigarette, and his head drops to his chest. Ryu looks over, not at him, he just looks off into the distance. He sees like the memory of Rie, who looks at him and nods. And then that's the end. Yep. So so Guy is just dead. Yeah. Three years later from a random mugger. I'm like, I'm like legit kind of angry about that. Dude, that's, that's one of the stages of grief, man. You just got to work through them all. Because it what, dude? It didn't, it, it didn't make narrative sense unless this is supposed to be Radigat's curse. Now, okay, like, so um, let's, well, let's, okay, let's finish talking about these episodes. Dave, as a, a combined episode 50 and 51, what is your high point? Oh, dude, I can't. Can. I mean, can you even pick one, honestly? I can't pick one, dude. This was so good. Okay, well, let's, like, let's just ignore high and low points. Everything was excellent. Let's ignore high and low points this week, and let's do, like, final thoughts on these two episodes. 
Oh, man. Anything that it's we haven't just talked like, about that you want to circle back around to? I, we've been I, talking I about this for like an hour, so. We have. You know, the thing I just want to say is like, I am blown away by how good this show is. Yeah. and Especially and when you consider, like, this is a kid's show. I don't remember any television show from my childhood being this, like, intense and dramatic. No, I mean, absolutely like, not. Like, it's just, it's, it's, just, a, it is of, it's, it's so crazy. Caliber. Yeah. And I don't want to okay. be that guy who's like, Sentai's always better than Power Rangers. Because, like, listen, who wants to be that guy? Who wants to know that guy? Probably very few people. Um, but in this instance, boy, Jetman. Jetman is so good, you guys. It's yeah, so dude. good. Like, okay. It is raw and it is heartbreaking. And this ending with Guy will just like rip your guts out. But boy, this is quality, quality television. So we were, I was so upset when we finished watching it. Matt actually said, he's like, dude, let's go watch the episode of Go Kaiger about Jetman. Yes, because this is what I so, did when I finished watching that episode, is I right, jumped so, straight over to Gokaiger. So real briefly, the deal with Gokaiger is this. Like, we've mentioned it once or twice, but Gokaiger is the 35th season of Super Sentai. And what it is, is they're all pirates, which is amazing. And But in addition to being, like, pirate rangers, they also have the... First of all, they exist in, like, a weird, melded world where all the other Sentai teams have also existed. Yes. And so, like, as they go through that series, they need to, like, use the power of the other... They can, like, transform into all the previous versions of the Sentai teams. Um, yes. And each of those teams has, like, an ultimate power. And so every episode, they need to, like, find whatever, like, ability is unlocked by that team, right? And in yeah. so doing, they need to, like, learn something about themselves and improve his people or something. Like, Gokai's just really fun. I've only seen a handful of episodes, but it seems like a really great series. Okay, so when we watch this episode, so the episode of Gokaiger opens up, and it's in a bar, and it's a dude and a lady, and they are playing cards, and the lady pulls a really good hand, and the dude's like, well, my hand is better, and of course it's Guy. And it's Guy and they're in both bar in heaven. They're both dressed all in white in heaven, okay? And she says, well, I said if you won, you could have anything, and he says, well, he says the booze here sucks. Like, I'm going to go get a, a good drink. We don't know what he means by that. And, like, the quick the quick thing about this episode of Gokaiger is, like, there's a super powerful bad guy, and the Gokaiger team cannot beat this dude, okay? And so, what, and, like, they're really bummed out about it, and they're, like, disheartened. And so what happens is that Guy comes back to Earth from heaven, okay, to serve as a guardian spirit because the Gokaiger team, they're like, oh man, I've actually heard they get like this omen from an omen bird or something that they have. And the omen bird is like, says something about a phoenix. And one of them is like, maybe talking about the jet men. And so what happens is that guy comes down from heaven to not let the Gokaiger team go find the jet men. Yeah. It's like, like he is beating them up and taking their morphers. He's like, listen, just like, he's leave, like, no, like I care about my friends so much that I can't let you like drag them into this thing. So like, Again, I am go- like, they've earned their peace. Yeah. Like they have all gotten normal lives and peace and like, just let them be. 
Yeah. So he basically, like, over the course of this episode, serves as, like, Jetman's spirit. And it, oh, dude, it's so good. He's driving around on a motorcycle. He's, he's flirting with black. the two girls. He's flesh all in black. He's flirting with the two girls on the team. Dude, like, he's you. saying his old lines. And I'll tell he's you, like, no, guy, guy aged well. He looks better 20 years later than I think he did even in the show. Like, yeah, he looks really good. Uh, so he's like flirting with the ladies and like beating the crap out of the dudes. And then he's uh, he's talking about the he fights the Red Ranger. And he's like, dude, he's like, this is what the current Red is. He says, back in my day, the Red knew how to throw a punch. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. And, okay. and so eventually so, they find out that like Guy has died. Like they realize yes. that what they are seeing is a ghost. And they, like, he sort of, like, they sort of follow his, like, shimmery, like, fade in and out form to his grave. And his grave says, like, it says, like, Yuki Guy, uh, like, black wings resting eternal or something. Um, Yup. And on the, and it's this, like, black shiny stone. And sitting next to it is, like, a basket of vegetables, a bottle of McKellen, some cigarettes, uh, some red and, and white flowers that I think Ryu and Kauri has brought. And then a little um, ramen noodle cup that I think might be like little Akko-chan ramen. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, and when like, I saw all of those things sitting next to the grave, like, like honestly, I got a little misty. It was... I did. It's like, okay, first, this is a really excellent payoff for Guy. I also want to let you know... That Gemma was in 1991. Gokaiju was in 2011. There was a 20-year gap in between this. Where, like, like we didn't have to experience it. But, like, there was a 20-year gap, which is like, well, guy just died. Sorry about that. So, anyways. So, long story short, guy appears. He, like, fights the bad guy, kind of to a standstill. And, and the Red Ranger's like, holy crap this is what it means to really be a leader and like a friend that he has come back even after he's dead, he's still fighting. Right. It's like this, and is, then this like, tremendous willpower. And then they, they realize the power of the Jetman, and then right. they transform into the Jetman, And they and do like they the do, crazy, like ultimate power of the Jetman where they turn into the firing Phoenix and blast through the dude. And also that dude has like, a weak spot on him, the same way that Radigat did in the last episode of Jetman. Yup. Oh. Oh man, it's so good. So then, so they beat him, and then they're all like human again, and they they're like walking along, and they walk up to the bench, and it's the same bench. Yeah, it's the from bench the where end guy died. of Jetman. It's the same spot, and he's sitting there, and he looks up at the sky. And he says the same line. He says, the sky, it's almost too beautiful. And he says, but it's your sky to protect now. And then he fades away. And then there's some stuff with them, which I don't care about. And then we're back in heaven. And they're playing cards. Guy's playing cards with this goddess, whoever she is, again. And he wins again. And then she says, Guy, would you play me a song? And he like kind of gives her a look. And then the last moment of the Gokaiger episode is Guy playing the sax in like Heaven Bar and it pans over and there's a bottle of McKellen by a glass and it's him playing the saxophone. 
Oh, uh, and dude, did you notice? I don't know if you did, but the bar, like the sign up that's in the bar, like the Golden Gate, like neon sign, that is the same sign that was in the bar that guy always hung out in in Jetman. Oh no, they lingered on it, but I didn't quite catch why. Yeah, man, it's that's the, awesome. It's like the same bar. Or like the heaven version of his bar. Of that bar. Dude, guys, this show is so good. Man. Oh, dude. And Dang, like, guys. listen, am I still sad about Guy dying? Yes, of course I am. Yeah, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Although, honestly, but, like, the the episode of Gokaiger kind of made it seem like Guy is able to, like, he plays cards with, like, this whatever version of God or Goddess, like, of his heaven dimension. Like, he plays cards with her all the time, and when he wins, he is allowed to come back to Earth for a day. So I don't know, like, how actively he does that, but I want to believe that it's more than just this time. Right, that it's, like, all the time, and he's their guardian ghost or whatever. That would be totally rad. he just, like, lingers around the other Jetmen and protects them. So, okay. So, guys, man, that's it. That's Jetman. That's it for Jetman. Next week, we're going to do sort of like a total recap, and we're going to try to watch the Toei visual encyclopedia thing. Yes. And then after that, we'll have a special episode, and we will be back in three weeks with Kaku Ranger. Yes. and It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. So, um, yeah, that is going to do it for this, the final regular episode of The Jetman with the Golden Gun. Before we finish up here... I would like to remind you, you can email the show at supersentibrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or uh, check out what we're talking about on Twitter, um, I just posted the uh, new logo image for season three, if you want to check that out. Uh, we're at Super Sentai Bros. If you like the show, please remember, shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's what's going to help new people find the show. If you know anyone that you want to recommend it to, um, I mean, we're just hitting season three. It's always a good time to... Uh, Hop in on the show. Yeah. Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. Once again, we're the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we will see you next week.